Episode 3, Poppin' Flags. John Puccio, coming to a six-second count near you as a rusher for the five-man team, Kiss the Baby. In this episode, we talk to John on how he ended my career before it even started, how Flag at 10 years old made him feel like a superhero, getting picked up on a team while in college working at Stop and Shop to being one of the top rushers in five-man. My conversation with Pooch, now. Welcome to another edition of Poppin' Flags. I'm with my man, John Puccio. What's up, baby? Hey, elite rusher, five-man, wide receiver, kiss the baby. Definitely ended my career. I don't even know if you remember. <laughs> Not it, at all. It ended before it started. I had one of like my friend teams, and um, I used to play at Hofstra. I don't think I ever told you this, but I used to play at Hofstra. I'd score like three touchdowns. I'd have pick six or whatever. And then once we found out about that five-man league, we just got a couple of our friends and like all these young kids and I remember you were just like dancing on us. You had like a skinny post, boom, you caught. And this was like when you were like 19, 20. Jeez. And so this had to be really early five, man. This was this was early. And I, I mean, I, did, I just didn't know the rules. So, I mean, it's always going to be a disadvantage when you don't know the rules, especially like if you play like the friend version of, of it. And then um, I just remember like right after that, the next week I met Lou and his partner was like completely hungover. And I was like, yo, what's up with that guy? And he's like, oh, he's just, I don't know, he's out to lunch today. And he was trying to, like, protect him. So I'm like, so you're making more money than him, right? And he's like, no, he's getting the same. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I'm like, how many games do you have? And he's like, I got six. So I started doing the math, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. So after that, um, the next week I had, like, the, the end game. And then I was like, so you were here since 8 o'clock? What happened to that other guy? He's like, oh, that guy got fired. And I was like, all right, let me be the ref. And that's how it started. Hey, got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. It was Even like, if it's just me burning you, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's good. I think I found my destiny, so thank you. <laughs> hey, you got this going on. All right, so where did you gain your affinity for sports, and what did you play growing up? I think I had to be starting when, whenever I was walking. I was playing in the front yard with my dad. He'd come home. We'd be playing wiffle ball, basketball. Anything, anything with a ball, we were doing something. And what was the other question? I'm sorry. See, I'm already forgetting here. Well, what did you play, I guess, when you were in high school? Oh, growing up. I mean, I was playing baseball, basketball, even flag football. I have a whole journey going back when I was in Queens, playing 10 years old. Um, Anything, every season, I was always doing something. You know, fall, winter, it was basketball. Did Did you play football in high school? No, I didn't play anything in high school. Really? Really. I was, I was just too small. My confidence wasn't all there. Mm. I was also probably not good enough as how I see myself now. I wish, like, looking back at it, I'm like, damn, man. No, I but at the same cool. time, I think that's the reason why the way you are, because of your experience as a kid. Of course. You don't want to peak when you're in seventh grade. Now. No, I always <laughs> say that, too. I'm happy that I'm, you know, I think in myself climbing a little bit. Mm. I hope I haven't peaked. That sucked. I hope not either, <laughs> at least with your brain. So you mentioned that you never played any, I guess, organized sports when you were um, growing up and, and going to high school. Um, how did you even get into flag football? Okay. This is a long one. I'll right. take it back. So 2001, I'm like 10 years old, and I have never, at this point in my life, I've never really played any kind of football. Like, even in, like, the schoolyard, none of that. It was mostly, like, basketball. It was baseball, soccer, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Football, 
happened to come up. My parents were like, hey, you want to play flag football? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, fine. Get in there. And I remember going to the tryout. It was like one of those, like, hey, there's fifth and sixth graders. We're going to get 100 kids, and we're going to evaluate them. Mm. So let's see if you could run, if you could catch, if you could throw, any of all that stuff. So I'm pulling up. We're at Fort Totten under the Throgsnet Bridge. It's me and my dad, and I'm just like, Dad, what am I doing? Like, I'm 10 years old. I have no clue anything about football. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, if they tell you to run, run. They tell you to catch, catch. Throw, you know, just do your thing. Get out there. Long story short, I had no idea what I was doing. We get there, and we're in lines. You know, so there's like a long line here, a long line here. Yep. And they wanted to see, I guess, the speed. And I beat everyone out. Were you surprised? Smoked. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I was a fifth grader. I saw these sixth graders like, you know, I see in school around somewhere. Right. I'm like, how the heck? You know, whatever. So, obviously, I got put on a team. And uh, from there, I had this other kid. I'll never forget. His name is Justin Black. Probably haven't seen him in, since then. But... He showed me how all the moves. Like, I played like a running back. You know, you don't really throw in that stage. It was like right. a peewee wee. Mm-hmm. He showed me how to juke, how to kind of cut left, right, the other thing. So from there, after that, I moved to Long Island. I kind of get rid of football. I don't play it. Even in high school, you know, you play with your friends and the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. But it's until right after senior year of high school, I'm working at Woolabams. Mm-hmm. You know, a little college job, and um, I had a couple guys come up to me. They approached me, and they were like, hey, we're starting a flag football team this fall. You want to be on it? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I've played before. <laughs> Thinking, like, it's 10 years ago. but um, So let me get this straight before you go on. Yeah. You went from playing at 10 years old, stopping. Literally, yeah. And then your senior year in high school, it clicks in so your mind. So 17, 18 years old, I was working at Wolbams, and these guys were like, hey, we're starting a team the fall. You want to come on? I was like, yeah, sure. Haven't even, you know, like I said, I played in the backyard or I played some with my friends, but uh-huh. not organized at all. Right. Ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade, senior year, nothing. And um, yeah, we played eight man, eight man D, the uh, D division, and I don't even know the team, and I really don't even know these guys. Like mm-hmm. I said, I worked with them for a little bit, but uh, I did absolutely nothing on that team. I did not contribute. I did not play. And this isn't a diss on them at all. It was just, it just didn't work out with them at all. Right. And uh, eight man was a completely, completely different animal, as you know. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen it, of course. But um, I played a fall with them. I played a winter with them, and I kind of said, "F this! I want to get my own team. I want to <clears> get my friends. Why can't I get my five, six friends, whatever it is? And why can't we redo this? You know." So yeah. it's that spring. 2010, yeah, I think it's spring 2010. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, think that's about crazy. that now. Yeah. So I started fall 2009. It's, damn, damn, ten years almost. Ten years for sure. Jeez. So anyway, spring season, I call up like five of my best friends. Like, hey, like let's play football. They were all for it. It was cool. 
So I got those five guys, and since we're doing playing five man, I'm sorry, we're playing eight man at this point. Because you didn't know any better. No, <laughs> no, right. no way at all. No clue. You didn't know there was a five. I man. had no idea. Mm. No idea. You like you know those emails? I guess I completely missed the whole five man. Well, you shenanigan. just you just did what you knew. Of course, you didn't know. I did in the fall. I did in the spring. I was like, all right. I mean, the winter. I was like, yeah, let's just go into it. So, I got about five of my friends, and I got like. Four of my biggest friends, what I thought was big. I think we all thought it was big, but we pulled up to the first game and we were like, holy shit, these guys are like, geez, were they ex-NFL players? Right. It was like one of those feelings. And we got absolutely wiped <laughs> out. I mean, like, it was embarrassing. Probably like the most embarrassing moment on an LFFL field. But you were playing, right? Absolutely. All right. I was a pig and shit, man. I was happy. We had Mike at quarterback. We Still? had, we had, yeah, we had like the original crew over there. So, how did that transition from eight man to five man? How did you even discover five man, and then talk about your journey <laughs> with five man? You know, I don't even know if we watched anything. Um, I think we went through another. So we did the spring, we did a summer, we got better in the summer. I don't want to say any better where we can move up, but we, I guess. You know, got the feel for it. Yeah. Played a summer. Got some better guys, I guess. And um, maybe we won a game. I don't know. But then I think we took a fall off. I think. I could be wrong. And then it was spring. And we were like, hey, like, we found out about it. Maybe just from watching on the sidelines. I, I, had, I had no clue, to be honest. I would think it's from that. But then we played the spring. And it was just a much, much smoother transition. Mm. Our first game ever was against the Coyotes. And at the time, the Coyotes, they were the top dog, at least of the B division. I don't want to take yeah, that Yeah, Sean, uh, Sean the quarterback? Small, fast, The, the, the one that does, like, the fake and then yeah, runs yeah. left to right? Yeah, yeah, it's the filthiest move I think I've ever seen he to does. this day. Yeah, he does. Crazy, crazy, does. crazy good. Burned me, you know, countless times. So... But that was our first game, and then, like I said, they were one of the top dogs. We get there, and they came up to us, and they were like, listen, you're going to be good one day, I promise you. They pretty much told us, like, you're all athletic. At the time, we're 19, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. You're going to stick around, and you're going to get a lot better. Let me ask you something. If Sean from the Coyotes didn't say that to you, do you think you would have continued because... I know in the beginning, you just repeatedly get your ass kicked, and it's very easy to get discouraged. Like, it completely is horrible, and it has to be horrible for a, a good period of time for it to start being fun. And the problem is that I find is that some teams will preempt them their uh, the process, and that's why I always encourage, like, you know, you guys are six seasons away. I know that sounds long, but I'm telling you that if you stick with it. Now, do you think that if those words of encouragement was never said, do you think that you would still continue to play? Definitely. I, you can tell from maybe the first half, like, everything kind of was just like, you saw it was going the right way. Mm. Like, we played an eight-man game. It would be ridiculous. Like, I mean, I'm talking like 50s at like 42 to 7, you know, like those kind of games. It was just like so, it wasn't fun anymore. So when we played five man, we were scoring on them. We were doing stuff. It was like 
legit. We were like, wow. so you think it would? It just felt like it was a lot easier because you were definitely. coming from a different place, definitely. and you were like, definitely. oh look, it I'm, was more for us. Like look, like like I was saying, like in the eight man environment, you got some. I'm not, I'm not talking like athletes. I'm talking about animals. Mm-hmm. There's guys that are like six five, pushing three fifty. It's crazy. There's three of them toying with us. When we got to the five man, it's more guys like us, mm-hmm. like our speed. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with five man at all. Like there's some people that just knock it because it's five man and eight man's much more competitive. It's this and that. But there's a lot of eight man teams that we would smoke. Yeah, I'm. I'm not, not being cocky. I just think so. Oh, listen. Absolutely. When you say any of these things, I know that you put in the work. So I mean, yeah. uh, it's not coming from a place of like, you know, I'm just good because I'm good. I've seen you. For over the years, you know what I'm saying? That's right. why we're here. Um, so how did you develop becoming the rusher that you are? And how did you develop becoming the wide receiver that I know that you are? <laughs> the rusher? Well, let's just put it this way. I can't cover anyone at all. I probably shouldn't be saying that on here because now people know if I do play one day. But uh, no, I just, like I said, I'm not it's a humble brick. I think I'm one of the fastest guys in the league. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of just where I fit on defense at all. At least, um, you know, there's five guys on a field, four corners, mm. one person covering the center. But, yeah, from day one I've been rushing. You do a really good job of adjusting who it is. And I think that probably has come from uh, just watching somebody like Sean from the Coyotes. I'm pretty sure that you just got burned so many times that you realize that if you go full speed. Of course. Chances are the risk is greater for a quarterback like that. If it's a pocket guy, you're probably better just, you know, just booking it. But, you know, somebody that's a little bit more nuanced than Lamar Jackson-ish, you you got to contain them, right? I definitely adjust my game. I tell all my guys, I think, especially now that we're getting older, where, you know, I don't want to say losing a step, but I hear it. I'm not going to name corners. Danny. (laughs) Nah, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But, uh... Like, he'll be like, hey, like, get in there. Let's go. Come on. Like, dart at him. Get him. I'm like, yo, chill, you know? And it's not just him. It's everyone. They're like, go after him. Go after him. But I have my own style. Mm-hmm. I like to dance with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I want to give him a couple more seconds so I know what move he's going to make. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if I go right at him, someone like that, they're going to go right by me. It just is what it is. It doesn't matter how fast I am, my agility, whatever. Yeah. There's just monsters out there you know what too i feel like it's a different type of stamina when it comes to being a rusher and i only know that because the the one summer uh season that i played i was a rusher and i felt i was in shape but it just was it was relentless especially when you had to carry another load on offense i love that i I think the rushing portion of it really burns you up compared to um the corner i i think for the corner it's like they kind of take a break because you're already at a situation where you know, if you got a fast guy, you're going to give seven yards. Right. So that way you're not really, you're easing into it and then kind of going full speed. When rushing, you're just going full speed, full speed, full speed, exactly. full speed, full speed, full speed. Exactly. Do you think that, um, like, stamina has played an important role of being able to maintain being elite as a rusher as well as being elite as a wide receiver? I don't even think about it, to be honest with you. Um, I... <laughs> I tell Mike all the time I want to be in every single play mm. at all times. So you don't feel comfortable that. if somebody else is rushing? Oh, no, I didn't say that. Hey, we had the best rusher of all time, and I'll, 
I wish he didn't move away because we would still have him. Oh, Nikitas? Um, yeah. Yeah. To this day. He was good. He was pretty damn good. He was really good because <laughs> a lot of the <laughs> things that he did was borderline illegal, but he always, like, saved himself because right. before it became illegal, he already got the flag. Trust me, I've had... I can't wait till my brother hears this, but we've had some fight at the dinner tables, me and my brother, just over Nikitas because he's just... A savage, right? And, and and your brother used to be a quarterback of before course. he went to greener pastures. But I'm pretty sure he felt the pressure from Nikitas, and he was probably thinking, "This guy's fucking dirty, man. I don't understand." Right? Right. Of course. <laughs> of course. Listen, I mean, he was just the best at what he did, and that's what am I going to do? Hey, if I know that somebody is better than me on the field, I'm going to put that guy mm-hmm. to win the game. I don't care how much I'm playing. You know, I played. Two years, three years that he played with us, I played receiver. How much of um, how much of the development and success you have in, in flag football as a team, you think comes from copy and pasting, and stealing what other teams do? Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't know if it's about if we take anything from anyone else. I think we're influenced by a couple teams in general. Like you know, we play. So, we play a lot of teams every year. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as we see the Black Houses at least once a year, twice a year. We've seen the Nightmares. We've seen all these teams. We know, and they know us too. We know them. So, we're all going to pick something up here and there. But I think Aristotle is a little bit different. I think we so have, too. Uh, I'm not going to say it on here, but um, I think we're a little bit unique. I agree. I'll agree. I know that <clears throat> whenever I do like your playoff games, it feels it feels very special. I don't yeah. know why. It's, um, there's always some magic in there. Although I I feel the same. I feel a different affinity towards Doug in the Black House for sure. Right. He's so nice. There's, he's just like a just a nice stand up guy. <laughs> of course. And I I do like the fact that he has a lot of aggressive guys that are nice. They're just nice people. Yeah. And you guys are coming from a place where you're a little bit younger than them, so I know you from a different context. Right. Um, But I do like Trust the Process. That's a nice little young team. Hey, they were awesome. We played them in the the LIC. They were... They won? They won. Mm. They were... Yeah, their quarterback is good. For sure. If they can keep it together, they're going to be deadly, deadly team. When do you think, and your name, your team name is Kiss the Baby, which is a great name. Right. Kiss the Baby. There we go. Um, when do you think it started turning the corner and it started getting to the point where now you're, you're showing third place, second place, and first place and being undefeated in a season? How do you think that just kind of flipped? Recruits? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. You know, we went outside the bubble with a couple, you know, with especially Nikitas and Medford. Um we were always that team that was right freaking there. I mean, you probably know. Yeah. And any ref that ref our games knows. We would go ten and zero in the playoffs. So everything we get to the major game, and it'd be like, hey, that's it. We just choke. I th- you know so what? I think a lot of that too of your early failures of like getting far and then not going the same way is you didn't have the muscle memory of of knowing what it took to win in those moments. Of those course. moments are way different. So different. You know and. I always say to myself, I could always, I could probably be one of the best flag football coaches because I just see it so much. Of course. So I would always say that you were always like one player away, two player away. And, you know, if I think about somebody like you 
and you're not playing the most optimal position, but you're playing it because of need, um, now you're kind of compensating. It's kind of like when you have a, right. a sprained ankle and now you're compensating with the other ankle and you're just making the other ankle worse because the body's not in equilibrium. So that's what I always found with you, and I guess that is a good way. Do you, is there any other things that you think attributed to the turnaround, the success, aside from recruiting from the outside? Um, of how we got better? I mean, yeah, I mean, the recruits definitely helped. But um, just keep on playing. We played mm. so much, man. Like, especially in the early, early days, like I'm talking 2010 to 15, we played every single season. I mean, like. Fall, winter, spring, summer. We did every single tournament. Um, it was so much. We just that—that that was our practice. Those are our games. That was everything. We had the time. Mm. You know, people didn't have these responsibilities now. Like when we were starting in nineteen twenty, no one's getting married. No one's having kids. No one's having all this. It's turned into that now. So it's a little bit tougher. But I mean, it's fun. <laughs> I love it. I love. Yeah, running, and you know? and I was gonna say that I always appreciated your. Um, your futuristic leadership skills. And what I mean by that is that if if somebody messed up on your team, you would still encourage them as if they did something positive. Or if maybe Danny got out of line, you would temper him. Right. If Mike got a little off kilter because he was upset for a call, you'd be the one to encourage him. And that's something that I can relate to because when I play basketball, even if I uh, somebody else calls a turnover, I, I tell him it's my bad because... It's one of those psychological things, especially in flag football that I see. You'll have a whole bunch of friends from the same town that play, right? And if you're if you're just starting out, it can ruin friendships. Right. I've seen it ruin friendships. I I've seen to. I've seen people on the field they they're they're losing their friendships over a regular season game. Right. And I'm looking at them like, how long have you guys known each other? So, how do you how much do you think that attributes to your success of you being kind of like the anchor of leadership of continuously having positive vibrations and putting your head on a swivel someone's got to do it um and i think i i tell my guys all the time that it's not my team it's it's all us man like i i hate getting all the credit sometimes especially like that it's on my shoulders i guess it's the heart of the team kind of saying but um yeah, like, someone's got to be there. Someone's got to be the one to kind of have a level head. Mm-hmm. You know, we definitely have some hotheads, and we've gotten way better over the years. Oh, yeah. But especially with the refs, too. I mean, I try to be the one that's kind of, you know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, after games, if there's a blown call, if there's this or that, I'm going to talk shit about the ref, but I'm not going to blow the guy up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are human, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the motivation, I mean, it's just, that's the love of the game. That's just how I play. That's just how I want to do it. Was your perception of refs uh, initially a lot different than what it is now? Do you think it's grown as of like, and I, of course you have the you know the top guys that you already have respect for, but I think that you know how, as as years go by, you see that somebody like me gets stuck with somebody that we've never seen, right? And you kind of just understand how that yeah. goes. But what was your perception of referees when you first started, as opposed to what it is now? <sighs> I mean, when I first started, it kind of like when you're losing all the time, you kind of get a little ticked off. But I mean, that's just that's just is what it is. You're being, you're a teenager, you're whatever. But how I am now, I think it's just with referees. Like I said before, you can't blame every little damn thing on you guys. 
like it comes a point where you just gotta look in the mirror and be like, yo, like, dude, maybe it's us. Maybe it's there's like there's some calls like it just happens every single day. You can't even get mad at the guy. Mm-hmm. So with with that, how I feel about it, it's it's kind of just you got mature, you know. Yeah, well, twenty seven years old. It's one of those things mm-hmm. you're like, all right, like yo, we've been doing this for ten years now. It's yeah, just I, mature I, though. Throughout the whole time, I think one of the things that I want to say as an official is that um, we are the ultimate version of things you can't control. Of course, right? So, think about anything in life. If you got into a car accident, you got into a car accident. There's nothing that's going to change. Exactly. You having a car accident. I mean, you don't yell at your car and go, "You know, I wish I made a left turn 30 seconds ago instead of now." Right. Where, so, okay, we're moving and we're human, but at the same time, like, I don't know why we have to just now take something that we can't control and try to fix it by just ripping the scab off of and just and just making the rapport worse and thinking that that's going to help because it doesn't help me and for me the the crazier it gets for me the calmer that I am right. or the more I rise to the occasion so I kind of like it because I talk back I talk of back course. <laughs> hey I mean like now that we get you know we won back in what 2016 and that was like I mean, that's one of the best things ever. I did that game. It was... Where you at, Ruff? Yeah, you had the whole video. I saw myself walking out. I think it was... Maybe. It was... That was, like, one of the best feelings. And anyone will tell you that on their team. But what I was getting at was... um, Oh, no. This year, I'll say this. Since that moment, since winning, that's all I've wanted since. You know, we played now, what, like, another six seasons after that. And it's like, you want it back so bad. That I've even caught myself this past season when we were struggling. It's like I'm flipping out on the refs. It's not that I'm flipping out on them, but I could see myself You're going getting over out of character. I'm like, mm. yo, chill out, mm-hmm. chill out. You know, it's just not just a game. Like, it is just a game, but you know, come back where you were. So what, what's it like now? Um, now that people are getting engaged and some maybe moving farther and getting houses and you just you know. Pursuing being a teacher and, and working at CrossFit, how how do you how do you manage that? Hey, I mean, I I'll play till I'm fifty. Yeah, as, yeah, definitely. Um, as long as I'm healthy and everything, it's definitely harder now. You know, it's not nineteen twenty years old anymore. I used to be able to play three games, I'd be fine. The next day, now I'm like I can't even walk. I can do you know we're a CrossFit jetty by the way, guys, but um I could do all this stuff easy next day i'll be fine whatever but if i play a flag football game that monday i don't want to be anywhere besides mm-hmm. home yeah i can't get up sometimes i don't know what it is it's just like you said before maybe it's that stamina maybe it's something but it's a whole different animal yeah i think it's it's the violent contortions and the lateral oh. movements i think that because oh uh, I, I know that last time i played i was like in my late 20s early 30s and i was like this is I'm good. Yeah. No, but it's tough. Like, you brought up, what are we going to do? Hey, I don't know. I hope we stay. I hope. It's just, it depends on the other guys, too. Right, you know, it's not just me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard to find a quarterback. It's fine to, uh, to find a quarterback you gel with, you know. We've been with Mike forever. Um, that's something I would never want to transition. But, you know, he's got a life, too. He's got to do some stuff. And same with the other guys. You know, it's, I've been with these guys for 10 years. Some of them. You know, we get some add-ons here and there. We get a couple of recruits, whatever it is, but 
We gotta see. We gotta see if they all want to do it. Is your brother dumb? I don't know. He's always yes and no. Mm-hmm. It's always but like, he's been yeah, more, we're to play. Yeah, he's no, he's been more no than yes. The <laughs> yeah, past exactly. He's he's got other focuses. Understand? Yeah, understand. So, having said everything that you said, what do you think it took to get to where you are as a flag football player? I can't even answer that question. I don't know. How did, what did it take? Um, it's. I'll tell you what. It's. I can't believe because we brought it up before that it's ten years already and it just hit you today it did and honestly I I don't sit home thinking like shit like how long I've been playing but like it's now that I'm really thinking about it, I've been we've been playing for a long 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 time mm-hmm. you know and it's awesome because I've grown with these guys and it's something that we all like there's this one thing that we all love you know it's, we don't have it's not like this one likes the Knicks, this one likes the Nets, this one likes whoever. Like, we're all KDB, and uh, we'll always have that. And that's why that championship is so important, because we all had it. Especially, like, losing that big game, it's getting to that point. It was, like, the best feeling. And doing with all them, like, we talk about it all the time. Like, I look at that trophy in my room, I'm just like, damn, man. Like, like I'll, we'll have that forever. We could, that's something that we'll always cherish. Didn't you have a blowout that I did in the playoffs, like, recently? Yeah. Who did you play? Nightmare. Oh, that game was... I couldn't believe that. Yeah. That was one of the worst games but I ever did. they were missing Orlando. It's tough, man. You can't, when you're not your quarterback, 40 nothing game's not going to happen. Yeah, but it's like... I've seen Pat play better, man. <laughs> you know? I've, I've seen, no, I don't know what it was. We were clicking that day. Absolutely. Something happened. Also, I've seen Pat play softball. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. But he's a monster. Imagine yeah, fourth home runs in, in, in the game that I did. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I whole, like, that's a whole this? different different podcast. Oh, he's yeah, he's that thing in, in, in uh, softball. Um, what do you think it's going to take to get to where you want to go? I know you want to get another KDB chip. Um, what do you think it's going to take, and where do you want to go with this? I know you want to play till fifty. What happens if you know Kiss the Baby has uh, babies of their own? <laughs> well, that's always our joke: is that we're going to keep playing until our kids are able to you know be 18 19 that was always a small joke we had but i don't know you know when stuff comes up uh uh you know it's kind of now like people are like oh you know maybe i can't do this anymore but i think we're on the right fence of it um what's it gonna take to get to what i want to do um hey if we could keep this band together for a little bit more i think we could get one and that's what i want i just want one more Mm. give me one more i would love 10 more but if I get one more, if I want to get that taste again. Well, I think if, if you get to one more, it'll make you motivated to continue to play. Of course. But I think everything will continue to yeah. motivate you to play. And I think what's interesting is that the passion that you have for flag football is something that I share with you. Because yeah. flag football is not my top sport. I'm really good at baseball. <laughs> I'm really good at, at basketball, obviously. But for some reason, every Sunday morning, there's nothing I would rather do than flag football. No. Either. And it's like a nice break. It's a nice break from from the monotony of basketball. And I'm crazy with it, man. I love it. It's uh, it's nice and short too. It is. It's, it's nice. It's one hour of your day. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. You know, you get that nine o'clock, ten o'clock game. You're done by ten, eleven o'clock, and it's awesome. You have the rest of your day. There's nothing better than flag football. Coming home, eating breakfast, whatever you got to do, and then turning on the one o'clock games mm. and just sitting home 
watching fantasy, watching your team, whatever it is, there's nothing like it. What is the stickiest situation that you ever had been in in a flag football game? The stickiest situation. Yeah, whether it be somebody didn't show up, maybe they overslept, um, you have to play out of <laughs> position, uh, the game didn't go away you wanted You know, it. when, I don't know, I'll give you a certain situation, I don't like to give you the stickiest, but, um, damn, I don't know why I can't think of like something crazy, but. What's the one that you were going to say? Probably me going to quarterback. Oh my you know, god! <laughs> that already sounds bad. Uh, no, uh, I guess one that stands out. It sucks when, you know, when, when we don't have Mike. You know, we hit Lawson for a couple of years. One of them, well, actually, both of them were the, due to the academy. So um, that's a noble feel, excuse. Oh man, getting to find someone to play quarterback—that's not He's, easy. Uh, It—it's so tough. To realize the value of a quarterback, and you realize it when it's not there. Of course, it's trust it's, me. It's it's such a um, it it seems so easy too, you know, because they're not really. <sighs> That's the problem too, is because, and you know, I heard this on Al Theory's podcast with the whole football thing. You can get guys that have played football, you know, they played high school football, and they can go to this and just be trash. Yes. Absolutely. No, I mean, like, I've had, I'm not, obviously, I love all my guys, and I would take them again, but there would be guys that I would take on the team thinking, like, they're going to be a stud, and I'm like, yo, what the hell, like, hey, he's got stone hands, he's, you know, whatever well, it's it is. Not even, it's not even, it's tough. It's not even stone hands. I, I think some of the time is that, you know, sometimes maybe your recruits don't work out, it's because they don't know what flag football is. They, they think they, they try to pair it as if it is football. It's not football. Not at all. I never think of it as, like, this is football. And so, I would never size anyone up. Like, listen, if you were good in high school playing football, I would never say, like, oh, like, now, nah, like, like I should have been out there. Well, I, it's not regrets. Yeah. Like, I think if you're an elite route runner, maybe. Right. right? But yeah. I, I also think that, you know, if I were to recruit a flag football team, I'd probably go start at the basketball court. You know, because they they kind of know like short angles and because that's that's really the name yeah. of the game. You got to have like a real nice short game and a long game that's a Definitely. threat. Yeah, you know. I think someone like Mike, our quarterback, it's the same thing. I think he would tell you the same thing. He might play soccer, and I'm not saying that he couldn't play football, but I think Mike is obviously he would be much better what he's doing now in flag if he were to be in pads. Mm. I think that goes for a lot of people. That goes for me. There's no way. I can't even picture myself putting on a helmet, putting on the pads. I wouldn't want to do that. Oh. Can't um, even think about it. Last question I wanted to ask you. Um, That's it? Yeah. Wow, man. Well, you got some more to say, but no. we'll have some final thoughts. Um, what's your best moment playing flag football? Winning. That 2016 team, baby. Spring, spring, uh, spring yeah, five, man. man. That's why I want to get another one. Yeah, that, that was, was a magical definitely. season for you, right? Yeah, I mean, we um, we lost two games that year. and um, Which I think is a good thing. You don't want to go undefeated nah. and lose in the playoffs. We uh, we lost a couple games. And it was just one of those years, like, it was like, ah, like, we're good, but are we going to be that team to win it? You know, won a playoff game, won a playoff game. Went to the Nassos, um, uh, I'm sorry, the LIC semis. And it was the Nassau game, obviously, so... We won that game. That was probably like my favorite game of all time. Not the, you know, not the championship. Just that game alone. 
winning that and getting there. It was like a surreal moment. It was like, oh my god, we made it. That was the best. Feeling. That's so cool that um, that it makes you feel that good, man. Because there's no other thrill that I'm honored to do those games. And Dude. sometimes it's because of availability or whatever. But you know, when I do those games and I see how happy you guys are, it's like I've seen you put out so much work, and I've seen the difference Definitely and changes man. that you have over the seasons. You know, everyone laughs at me that I take it too seriously. I'm just like I, I don't think you take it too seriously. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not overboard. I don't think, but I do love it, man. It's I think you. I do. I think you have the right amount of thinking about it. Right. I mean, I think there's obviously more priorities, but I know that, like I said, as much as I like the other sports more, when I'm on the flag football team, that's all I want to do. Right. I, I'm yeah. not like I wish I was doing basketball. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. This is my baby, man. That's how I look at it. You have any other thoughts before we part ways? Nah, man, I think that's it. Anything you got for me? Anything else? Nah, I, man. I feel like I didn't answer one question, and I'm not happy that I didn't get to it. Nah, you, you're good. Yeah, and right. There'll be a part two. We'll, right, we'll do a part two with the, with the spring season and seeing right, how man. Kiss the Baby is. Yeah, I'm um, excited for this year, though. Yeah, so tell me about at least this season of, of what you have any new changes, uh, new recruits? Um, no, well, we did... You doing full. We did the full, and we lost in the Long Island Championship, and I think we were a little surprised because we had an up-and-down year. We started out real, real hot, got real, real cold towards the end of the year. It was one of those things that was like, oh, my God. I don't think I've ever really seen this. It was like we were, playing, we were on a bad four-game stretch. It was bad. Went into this playoff, won a game. It was like, all right, here we go. Maybe we're back. Won another game, won another game, and it was like, holy shit, we're in the Long Island Championship. And... Uh, yeah, we're fired up, man. We're fired up for the spring. We have the same group of guys. That's how I want to keep it. There's no, you know, why to add unless we would lose anyone. It's perfect what we got. Mm. So we're going to try and do it again. All right, I and wish you luck. That's the goal, man. man. I'll be on the field with you. I hope so. You're the man. <laughs> hey, I'm in. Thank you, man. It's been a pleasure. For John Puccio, I'm Ralph the Ref. This is Papa Flags. Peace. Peace.